1: Dan, how are you? Excellent. So why don't we have a look now at the third dimension of our high-performing team uh, assessment and that is accountability. This is a big issue for a lot of teams, a lot of team members because one of the things that comes up all the time is this issue about am I responsible or am I accountable? What, what are your thoughts on that Jan? Basically is accountability is held by one person and responsibility is held by many. You know, like it might be your uh, duty to give someone responsibility for a task or a process um, and that means that the role of that person is to do the task and it can be assigned to multiple people. But if you're accountable, it means the buck stops here. And I think that's a really important thing for a team because it just means that we can all support each other and share responsibility for getting the work done however the delivery of that particular report or that main contact with the stakeholder or the analytics on a certain business modeling process one person should be accountable accountable all right thanks for clearing that up Jan. So let's have a look at some of the elements that go into this dimension called accountability. And the first one is that roles and responsibility of the team members are clear and understood by all. So why is that important that my roles and responsibilities are understood and are clear? Well, this is what makes a high-performing team show. It's a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah, like everyone who is playing on the field or, you know, in that pool understands what you're actually doing. And so when you understand what it is that you're meant to be doing, then you know who you can rely on for certain things, what resources need to be shared, Mm. and uh, it just makes sense. You know what I find interesting sometimes is that you can be in a team with other team members and their colleagues in that same team cannot identify what that other person's roles and responsibilities are. Mm. Like they're very Mm. vague. And so definitely that is worth spending some time with your team doing a little bit of a checkpoint on saying okay so Sally if you could just give us you know one minute or two minutes on your uh you know key role your key responsibilities yeah main focus areas. main focus areas key responsibilities KPIs whatever phraseology you want to use yeah this is how you know you're a high performing team when your colleague could do it on your behalf so everybody in the team could do it on everybody else's behalf yeah that's That's how you know yeah and there are some reasons, I suppose, why people keep them vague because, you know, if you keep them vague, it's broad enough so you can design the job yeah, or the role stretch, yeah, mm. to have a bit of stretch. Mm. But And if it's too specific, it doesn't give that person an opportunity to grow. So sometimes it's not just about capturing it and writing it down. Mm. It is about having that conversation. Yeah, it being understood. Understood. So mm. if you're in a team now, what roles and and responsibilities do you have and can you articulate for yourself? Can you articulate it for your people leader or one-up manager mm. or for the person that's you know you're sitting next to? Mm. Thanks for that. So let's have a look at the next one, Jan. What's the next one? When team members meet or exceed their agreed targets, they are appropriately acknowledged. Mm-hmm. So appropriate, appropriately acknowledged by who? Right, So it could be the people leader, it could be other members of the team, it also could be from, you know, different stakeholders, stakeholder's if you've got, true. you know, good relationships with them. And when we talk about appropriately acknowledged, part of that is, is it going to be relevant for me? Because some people love the idea of um, just having that being affirmed mm-hmm. and being acknowledged mm-hmm. sometimes openly with the team but sometimes people don't want to you know like how many times have we coached people and they get embarrassed by that open mm. acknowledgement i know and it's not about a rah-rah so i'm working with the um a manager at the moment and at the end of each day they have a checkout session so they just stand around a table there's only i think about 10 of them stand around the table So they don't sit down because it's at the end of the day, they stand around the table and they talk about the things that they uh, ticked off or achieved. Accomplished, great. Yeah, so that's appropriately acknowledged. Yeah, that's great. You know, it's not, you know, giving a a yellow flag to someone or a bonus or whatever. That is an appropriate acknowledgement Yeah, and and when we talk about agreed targets, it could be a target for the day, the week, your objectives. correct. Okay, so let's have a look at the next one, Jen, when we're having a look at accountability. What's the third item? Team members understand the metrics by which their performance is assessed. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about metrics on one of our other uh, podcasts, and it is important to know what you are measuring mm. because this is where your focus, attention, and resources are going to go by. So it's like, how am I being measured? <laughs> That's it. That's all this is. How will you know what are the things you as a manager will know or what are you looking for that will give you evidence that I'm doing my job. Mm. So is it the amount of reports, the quality? Um, is it um, how many projects that you have completed? How many tasks on that project? How many calls? Yeah, All of those things go into defining what the measures are that determines your performance Mm. and this is a conversation also between the people leader and the person actually doing the task absolutely and this is this is the sort of conversation you would have at the beginning of the performance year you would have another touch point midpoint you know are we measuring the right um, things yep to determine my level of performance or the manager would be asking you that. Yeah. And yeah. with the rate of change now, what you were doing in your job, you know, six months ago could totally be different. Mm-hmm. So it is really important to have those conversations around performance and, you know, what, I'm, what you're going to be measured by. Mm-hmm. So let's have a look at the next one, Jan. So we're going to have a look at now. So when team members don't meet their agreed targets, they are held to account. Ooh. So held to account doesn't mean getting their fingers on the fire and you know, or embarrassing them or I don't know sending a group email. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which we've seen. Yes. Yes. So being held to account, it is again, it's about feedback. I'm giving you feedback about you not achieving this performance target or measure that You know, we agreed that is part of your performance. And what I would really, um, I suppose, uh, invite people leaders to be mindful of is to be curious in this conversation because you might say, um, you know, like you haven't agreed to these outcomes. Remember we started this six months ago, et cetera, et cetera. But you don't know what the resourcing mix has been perhaps or stakeholder shifts Or technology the the other thing Jan is if you are having regular Mm. catch-ups regular one-on-one catch-ups with this individual which we think is one of those top five things that every manager should be building into their repertoire this isn't going to be a big issue for you because you will be having conversations that will cover off these sorts of things yeah so what do you think is some of the reasons why people don't meet their targets maybe because they're um, stretched they've got other Responsibilities or tasks, you know that task creep that, that have ad hoc, crept in, yeah, yeah ad hoc um, requests that either come from outside the team or other team members, yeah. And if that team member isn't telling the people leader that they're actually doing this mm. because they have a particular high uh, level stakeholder that that, that they're managing, mm. that obviously can you know impact. So what I would say, so so what advice I would give to a people leader here is have the regular catch-ups about the performance so that you don't have to have the difficult conversation. Okay so give us an example of how you would set that up so if you're a people leader and you want to actually start having these conversations what would you do? So if I wanted to start having conversations with a team member team member about their agreed targets and how they're going it it would be it would be something like Sally um, we've been working the team for a while I want us to be a high performing team one of the things is making sure that we are all achieving um, the performance targets that we're supposed to you open to having a conversation with me next week give some thought that then we have a conversation so you don't just throw it all on them then and there yeah and then we say so what are the things that go into let's have a look at your roles and responsibilities let's you know define the targets and then we'll start meeting you know once a week or once a fortnight once a month and having a conversation about where you're at mm. you know are there things that i could be doing or supporting you to help you achieve those targets are there some roadblocks that i could uh help get rid of for you so that it will you know improve or allow you to you know achieve your performance and are you capturing the right information mm. so you can demonstrate mm. that you are performing mm. and and what you're doing is you're giving that person the heads up so they can collect some information and mm. Before you have the conversation, but being them. held to account is all about not letting things, you know, slip by. You think, well, oh, actually, it's not such a big deal, so we'll let it go. So, what do we call that? Managing the drift. managing the drift. Yeah, that's right. So we've got the and the opposite is managing the lift. So when you see somebody's incremental improvement in their performance, give them that feedback too. Mm. Alright, so let's have a look at the next one, Janet, is that the people leader supports team members by providing guidance and constructive feedback regularly on performance. Okay. So regularly providing feedback in a constructive way. Mm. So a people leader can do that individually. They can do that collectively. The other thing that you could do is you can do that via reports. It doesn't always have to be verbal, necessarily. Mm. And you can do that within the context of the team, where the team are giving each other, you know, um, feedback on on their performance. Yeah. Under your guidance. Yeah, and obviously it's going to be different, you know, depending on what the context is. But with this guidance you know being a people leader is an opportunity to share how you have overcome certain issues mm-hmm. and how you have overcome mm-hmm. being in a position where you've got more responsibility you have to do more with less you manage difficult stakeholders so when you're providing feedback give people stories and scenarios and your strategies of how you dealt with it so they get to know what your style is mm. and they and you get to share your knowledge and expertise in a way that you normally perhaps wouldn't mm. and it's very, very impactful. Yeah, and when we talk about constructive feedback, what is this word constructive? So often because we are very technically competent, we can jump right into seeing what is wrong mm. rather than perhaps what they did right. And constructive feedback looks at um, you know, the person walking away from this feedback conversation feeling as though one they were heard to, that they were given uh, a sp- specific enough feedback they could do something with, and, and, and a roadmap, yes, yeah. yeah, a, a roadmap to go forward and they feel supported. Yeah. So and that's about, what constructive would look like. We don't want someone to leave that conversation feeling diminished. Terrific. Yeah. We want to empower them. Terrific. And so if you were a people leader, Michelle, what would be some, you know, like final feedback that you would offer around this accountability dimension? You know, I mean, it's your catchphrase: clarity, clarity, clarity. If people and know, if people know what they are accountable for, they agree that yes, I am accountable for this, and that they feel that they have the support. So it's about having those regular yeah. conversations. I like the idea of you know having a bit of a team meeting mm-hmm. and like so. Where does the buck stop with you? Where mm-hmm. does the buck stop with you? Like, it doesn't have to be the formal conversations. No. Sometimes it can be just a quick conversation with having one particular focus so uh, there's a manager that I'm coaching at the moment and every second team meeting what he does is he puts a, um, a TED talk on buy some donuts and they talk about some particular issue that they hear on TED that talk is, and is. then on other ones there is a specific focus so it could be on capacity performance feedback those types of things so see where that Um, Fits well with you as a people leader and start building that into your repertoire it takes practice and sometimes it's going to take a bit of time before you build momentum but within six months you are going to see such a shift in performance um, it might be an extra 10 or 15 minutes on the end of a a team meeting that you're having and i tell you what if you're not having team meetings on a regular basis start having them Mm. because there is so much development opportunity to be had by just getting your group of people together Yeah, so remember accountability thats the buck stops here with one person, responsibility can be shared, Mm -hmm. accountability cannot (laughs) Thanks Shell Thanks Jan
0: You've been listening to the People Leaders Podcast with Michelle and Jan Turkelson For show notes and other free resources please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com Do you know someone else who could benefit from cutting-edge leadership and management techniques? Please take a moment to share this and other episodes via your podcast app, email, or social media channels. Each share helps us fulfill our goals of reducing workplace stress and increasing job satisfaction for leaders, managers, and their teams worldwide. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.